Hey, good people, how we doing? For those of y'all who are coming back for another time, thank y'all so much. You know we love you. We love to have you. For those of y'all who are joining us for the first time, welcome. My name is Kyle, and this is Good Radio. Actually, this is a special episode of Good Radio. This is Good Radio Live. We do it live on Instagram um, for people who want to in- interact, engage, ask questions, give answers, give feedback, all that stuff. It happens every Sunday night. Might not happen at the same time every Sunday night because I'm a little bit loosey-goosey, but it happens every Sunday night. Count on that. Uh, let's get right into it because I don't want to waste any time. Um, we're talking tonight about being new and sometimes um, what comes with being new, the level of, of discomfort that comes with that. Uh, I want to introduce a story right now, right? And, and it, I planned on talking about this tonight, but this story just came about, which is serendipity or, or, or God or probably both, um, more so God, right? Uh, that it happened. And I don't want to put anyone's business out there, but I'm going to, because it's partly my business. <laughs> um, there's this, this girl, uh, woman now that I knew since middle school, since 12 years old, almost. And, uh, we got into different schools and then we came back and I mistreated this girl. I was a jerk. I was like a typical jerky guy. Um, all throughout high school and uh, throughout college as well, and even after college, just to the point where I was just a massive, 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 not nice person, not good person. And this is a, a you know common story, common thread story uh, that I have, uh, that not only that I have, but that a lot of people have, a lot of guys especially have, that we're, we are just not nice people. We're kind of conditioned to think that women um, respond better to guys that are jerks or respond better to guys that are not nice right um respond better to guys that i i think we mistake confidence for arrogance a lot and we mistake being braggadocious or being dismissive or being cold and mysterious as you know being uh alluring um, and we're conditioned by uh, society, by Hollywood, by the bad boy, rebel without a cause, and, you know, the, you know, good guys finish last motto and manifesto and all of that stuff. And we mitochondrially work into our DNA to be idiots uh, when it comes to women and to do a whole bunch of of bad behavior and that's not to excuse the bad behavior um you know i i don't believe that when we find the root of the behavior it magically uh absolves us from that behavior but i do think that in order to understand in order to cure the behavior and not just put a bandage on it we have to understand why we do it and um yeah, I think that's one of the many reasons. I, I, I don't think that's the sole reason, but I think that's uh, one of the, the main reasons. But going on, um, I uh, this this young lady put up something on a uh, black at into the the in the private school um, IG account. And for those of you who don't know, I went to you know a private school in uh, Soho, and you know whatever, whatever, all, all that stuff. We've talked about that before, um, and. Uh, this young lady uh, happened to be one of the people that did not have the best time in uh, school. And I'm not, I don't want to put all her business out there, but she put it out there. So whatever. Um, and what, what had happened was uh, in the course of me being um, really jerky, right, as I explained and told you why. And if I repeat things on this episode, just know that it's because I'm on the live. And if I 
see someone that I want to give context to, I'm just going to repeat it. But anyway, um, being being a jerky person, uh, I ended up hurting this person, and I didn't know what was going on with her. At the time, she was dealing with other stuff. And I ended up looking at this uh, thing, and it was anonymous, but I knew exactly who it was, like right away, a thousand percent. So I hit this person up, and her response was, yo, I, I can't really trust you with anything you have to say, any emotion that you have to give, any condolence or any um, apology because of all of the things that you have done throughout the years. And my initial reaction was to be defensive. My initial reaction was, you know, we all have different voices in our head. And at this particular moment, the voice in my head said, yo, what, what, what are you talking about? I'm here trying to give my, you know, apologize to you. I'm trying to, you know, do the right thing by you. I'm trying to come at you and, 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 you know, lower my ego and, and not be whatever, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized, yo, she doesn't have any obligation to accept or even hear my apology. Right. A lot of times we get it messed up. We get it confused. We spend so much time hurting people and so much time um, being a deleterious force in people's lives. And we expect them to just suddenly um, forgive us as soon as we say that initial apology. Right. We, we think that they are we think that we are entitled to their forgiveness when it doesn't work like that. So I'm talking to this girl and. I mean, listen, if you know me in high school, you probably know who the girl is. And um, I'm just like saying, how do I like in my head? How do I convince this girl that I'm different? How do I come? And not that I want anything from the relationship. I'm just trying to reach out because I know how, it, you know, from the, the, the experience that she wrote on that um, account, I know that she must have been hurting and she must have been, you know, whatever, whatever. Hey, Morgan, what's up? How are we doing? I love Morgan, by the way. Morgan, you got to come on the, the show. Um, but I, I knew that she was hurting and going through it. So I'm trying to like express my love and my, you know, not love, love, but my like, yo, I'm here for you. And she's just not having it at all again, because I was a jerk and I'm not uh, um, entitled to that. So I'm thinking about that before this, before I start this live, uh, this, this episode. And I realized like, yo, it, to, to be a new person, it costs something. To be a new, like when you say you're new, a lot of people say I'm a new person now, but it just doesn't work like that. It's not like an Alakazam type of thing, you know, <laughs> it's not an Alakazam type of, uh, you know, you just declare it. Right. I think about the scene in um, the office when Michael declares bankruptcy and he's like, I am bankrupt and just thinks that that's going to solve everything. No, saying, you know, I'm new doesn't solve anything. As a matter of fact, it might perturb someone who you've hurt all these years and you just keep saying, I'm new, I'm new, I'm new. And after the fifth, six, seven time that you say, I'm new and I apologize, someone's going to get hip to it and say, nah, you didn't, you're, you're not new. You're just really efficient at being, uh, I would use a certain word, but I'm trying not to curse anymore, being a, a liar, <laughs> a storyteller, right? Um, and... I had to deal with this, like, you know, and, and that's what brings me to the point of the episode. It's like, what is the cost of being a new person? What's the cost of realizing that the world, you, you, we have conditioned the world to interact with us in a certain manner. 
we condition the world to we condition our friends our associates our co-workers our business people our um our enemies our whoever we condition the people around us to interact with us in a certain way so when we have these moments of epiphany or when we go through these life-changing shifts it's not the responsibility of the world to say oh wow kyle's new now let me adapt to uh let me adapt to this new Kyle. That's not their responsibility. I think about um, now not going out and not drinking and not doing all the crazy things that I used to do. The number one reaction, the number one reaction that everyone has had is, oh, yeah, well, how long is that going to last? Now, you might think, wow, you have some really jerky people around you <laughs> to say something like that. But it's not them. It's not them. I spent so much time and, and uh, you know, if you listen to this before, you, you, you've you heard it uh, again and again, but uh, it's important for me to keep on saying it because I have to make it real in my head. Um, if you if you know me, you know that I went through a, a long, 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 long period of just uh, substancing a lot and drinking a lot and not caring about people and being just the worst type of person, like the worst type of person to a lot of people that I know and burning a lot of bridges. Thank God for the people who... Uh, knew that it was a phase and stuck by me uh you know i love y'all but i was a, a really bad person to a lot of people so when i say to people you know i'm changed i don't do that stuff anymore i'm a different guy i'm not a jerk anymore i'm not gonna pull up to your party and and <laughs> do crazy things i mean i have to think about my like if i told myself that right like i have to tell myself every day that i'm a different person and i live with myself I see myself when I wake up and I know my innermost thoughts and I, to, for me to have to continue to tell myself that I'm different every day and I know myself, imagine me telling someone outside of myself that I'm different, right? I have to tell myself every day, you know what, I don't, I, you, Kyle, you don't need to be hitting nobody up and going out. You, you, have, you have a focus now. You have a platform that you have to build. You have things that you have to do. You have goals that you have to get. You have uh, this the thing that you're building, this great, phenomenal thing that, that God has allowed you to, to, to come to. You don't have to go out and, and act crazy and, and be around people that don't care about you and all that stuff, right? But I have to tell myself that every day. So imagine me saying to someone, yo, I'm different. I don't, I don't really go out. I don't really like drink like that no more. Or I don't really do all the stuff that I used to do no more. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. As they should. Because I haven't invested the time, the energy, the effort to build that fidelity. And I use myself as an example because I don't want to sound like I'm preaching. Or I don't want to sound like I'm uh, just making it uh, about other people and, and wagging the finger. I, I want to bring it to you real. I want to bring it to you because I've been through it. I can talk about it because I've been through it. It's not me being so wise and so sage-ish and so like, you know, I, I know everything. Nah, I know it because I've been through it. I know it because I put the work in. I put the effort in. I, I know it because I know how it feels to, to look for support in people. Look for support after years of people being around you and seeing you destroy your body, destroy your mind, destroy your spirit. And, and do awful things and then be complicit and complacent with that and them not tell you anything and then to see you make a change and be so negative about it. I've been through that. I've been through those tears. I've been through that hurt. I've been through that struggle. 
So when I talk about it, it's not to say that I'm I know everything and I'm big headed. It's just to say, yo, I, I've been there. And if I if I can say anything that can help someone else go through their thing, that's what I'm here for. That's what finding good times is here for. So we all have to get to the point where we realize what it's going to cost to be new. Right. If you say that you are on a diet, it's not five days of cheat days and two days of dieting. If you say that you're on a diet, it's not uh, putting it up on Instagram that you're on a diet and, you know, making a big deal about you being on a diet and putting up all the nice photos and and tagging all the things and then uh, and then not actually following through with it. When you say you're on a diet, it's not being all about the diet for a week and a half and then for the rest of the three months you're supposed to be on a diet, just not following through with it. And these are the things that we do, right? We, we talk to everyone about it. We put it up on social media. I'm new. I'm changed. I'm this. I'm that. And don't really follow through with it. We get really excited about being changed and being different and being better for the first week and then we don't want to follow through with it because it takes work right and it's gonna it costs what it costs that's that has been my phrase for the past couple of couple of weeks it costs what it costs if y'all follow my story you know last night i was up until what six seven o'clock in the morning the night before seven o'clock in the morning night before eight o'clock in the morning just putting in this work and learning this this new medium that i'm doing learning how to build a brand learning how to be a, a a better speaker learning how to Uh, express myself more and learning how to connect with people more be a better interviewer right putting in those man hours to get to where i want to be and the thing is i spent so much time not doing it i spent so much time messing around playing around not being effective not being effectual not taking uh my time to its optimal level right so when i realize what it costs i gotta go all in when we realize what it costs to be whatever we want to be, whoever we want to be, with whoever we want to be, right? I got to talk about this because we all know in the Will and Jada uh, conversations right now, everyone's having it. Relationships cost what they cost. Sometimes it costs you giving up being a a, a playboy and a playgirl. Sometimes it costs you uh, having close relationships with other people. I realize that. I, I don't know if Morgan, is Morgan still here? Morgan is still here. I realize that sometimes in order to to be an effective wife and a mother you have to give up certain relationships uh with people that you might want to hang out with or you might want to talk to and you might want to it costs what it costs a lot of time when i was uh you know i was thinking about morgan i was like oh man like a couple not a couple years ago but like two years ago like i was like i never talked to morgan i miss morgan so much and what's going on why is she not talking to us blah 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 all this all this and i realized like yo She's a full, like, wife and mother. <laughs> like, she doesn't have time to be dealing with the frivolousness of of the young bachelor crazy things that we be doing, right? And, and, and it's realizing that it costs what it costs, right? And to say, to think about that, right, we have to give space for people who are changing to be who they want to be, right? If we are always like, yo... Uh, complaining when people change and complaining when people got to step up and be responsible, right? We don't like it when people are irresponsible, but then we, we complain when people step up to the plate and have, have to take on the mantle of responsibility, right? Like with Morgan being a, being a parent and a wife with me deciding, yo, I can't really go out, right? People get so mad at me right now. They're like, 
yo, you, you've been stuck inside all the time. I know you, I know you just doing this because of the quarantine. I know that da, 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 da. when are you going to come out and they get so mad when they, and it's not even because I'm running away from it, running away from being out and being amongst people. It's that I have stuff to do. I have work to do now. I have a goal and a brand to build. Right. And people, I, I don't like the fact that when we say we change, okay, boom, we say we change. And then we put the work into it. People try to try to squeeze you and try to say all these things and try to take you out. Now, I understand, like I said, we have to build fidelity, right? We got to get people to say, OK, he, he may have really changed. Right. She, you know, he, he may have really been he may have really been gone through something and then he changed. But once you put that action in, it's up for people to 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 say, you know what, let me leave. Let me let him grow. Let me not always be around saying, yo, you want to drink? Yo, you want to go out today? Yo, you yo, you talk to you should come out to the bar. You know, what's a face looking fine? Yo, you you know, you missing out. Oh, it's Friday night. What you doing inside? Body vibe. And we do this to people. We do this to people all the time. People want to change. People want to people want to be new, but people pigeonhole them. Shackle them to their past. Right. How many times do you perfect, perfect, perfect. So my brother Jai is in the room right now and we had a conversation. If you listen to the episode about prison reform. Right. This brother has, has made a total change in his life from where he was being incarcerated to being a super soup being employed at, at, at Bloomberg, right? Now, what if the people that uh, saw him and knew him pa- his past shackled him in prison, held him to his past, right? Oh, you can't do that. What you think you're doing that for? What you think you're gonna be? What you? How you gonna do this? Da 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 da. And not allowing him the space to grow, not allowing him the the space to change and be better. See, a lot of times we get in our own way because we listen to people so much, right? A lot of times when we resolve that we want to change, that we need to change, and it's not always want to change because you can want to do something all day and night, but when you feel you need to change, when that, I would talk about fire all week on the, on the main feed, right? When you get that fire, when that fire touches you and you have to change, when we decide that we have to change, sometimes we got to cut other people's opinion about our change off. Because a lot of time, especially if people aren't changing and if people aren't growing and if people aren't maturing and if people aren't reaching different higher levels, they're going to want to shackle you to the level that that they're at and that y'all were just at because they they feel uncomfortable. Sometimes when you change. It's going to gnaw on people that they have to change. And sometimes people don't want to deal with that responsibility. Sometimes people don't want to actually have to change. I know a lot of people like that. When you when you get to the point and you say, "Yo, I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna do better. I'm a, I'm a, I ain't gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be healthy, right?" Think again. Talk about Jai being healthy. I'm gonna be healthy. I'm not gonna do this. Blah blah blah. When people look at you and and see that your body is taking shape and your health is taking shape, they're gonna feel to themselves, "Oh wow, maybe I have to get in shape." So instead of taking that responsibility and taking the, the mantle of picking up the mantle of saying, "I'm gonna change." They point towards you and say, ah, oh, you ain't you ain't really changing. You ain't da 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 They try to tear you down, bring you back down to their level so they don't feel as much of a responsibility to change. My thing is this, and I said this in the interview that I did in an interview that I did today. What is for me is for me. 
What's for you is for you. If I get what you got, that's why I say never chase what, what what you think other people have, right? Especially on Instagram, because everybody's perfect on Instagram. Everybody's a, a model or a, 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 a whatever. Everybody's life is perfect on Instagram, right? And if I try to chase what you got, it might end up killing me. If you try to chase what I'm destined to have, it might end up really hurting you and, and really crippling you, right? So I say, for, for me, I say this is, I can't do certain things. I don't ever put another person in the box of saying oh why are you drinking or why are you doing this because i've been non-crazy for what three four months <laughs> so i can't ever judge people right so you have i i have to run my own race with blinders on i can't compare myself to the to a person that's been grinding and had their head on straight for 20 that for 20 years right and i can't compare myself to a person that is is having the, living their best life doing what they're doing i have to run my race i have to find what my purpose is my destiny is and that's what i want to oh man it, and this is impressing on me so much because i'm seeing a lot of things on social media again the will and jada thing right like how it looks on the surface is never how it actually is in the house like you your lawn could be super manicured you you could Paint your, your front, you know, your front porch could be looking all nice and, you know, watering all the plants. But the relationship inside the house could be fire. Like, and I'm, I don't mean the good version of fire. I mean, actually, like, could be making you just just hurt and, and burn. Right? How many times do we see people and get the how many times do we see people on social media and they look so good like they like they just hit the jackpot like they just are they're just killing it in life and you see this on social media but you actually know this person and it's like oh I, I, I was just with you an hour ago that, that that's not you're not the same person <laughs> you're not the same person that that is on your instagram or you know and it's that's that's why I say you can't you, you can't trust these things. You can't. Tr- you have to be one. You got to run, run your own race. Don't care about what other people talking about. Don't care about how other people viewing you. Don't care about what other people saying about you. Don't listen. We've been through enough in this life where we know people going to talk about you until it affects you. And they're going to go right on to the next person and talk about them until it affects them. Right. And you sit up here, if you let people affect you by what they talk about, they talk crap and whatever, and you'll sit up there and they'll be totally moved on and you'll have this sitting on your your chest for years and years and years. Someone say one, one stupid thing to you and it affects how you live your life for a decade, the next decade, right? And I wish we could tell kids that because in high school, People say the most outlandish things. Like I'm looking at the again the Black at LREI account and just how people have been affected by things that happened 10, 20 years ago. And you're like, wow, like it must have really, it must have really agitated you. Right? We have to realize that our words hurt. Our words are so important. Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? A man shall fill his belly with what comes out of his mouth. Sounds counterintuitive, right? But what it means is what you say is what you'll get. 
What you speak into people's lives is how they're going to live their lives. If you're always being negative to people and they are the type of person that is accepting what you say, you're going to see that person decline in in health, decline in wealth, decline in whatever, because what you're telling them, they're continuing to repeat in their mind. That's why every chance I get on this platform, I'm saying, yo, I, I love you. Yo, you're going to do such great things. I see this potential in you. I see that. Yo, you could try this angle. You could try this. You could do this. Morgan, you know, I'm always saying, yo, you should do photography because I love how she sees photos and how she takes it. Seeing the good in, in people, not, you know, no pun intended, but seeing the good in people. Speaking life into people is so important. And a lot of times we do the opposite. A lot of times we don't speak life into people. We speak death into people. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're not going to do that. Oh, that's impossible. We limit people. We shackle people. We pigeonhole people. It's not right. But one of the costs of being different is learning to, to, to mind your business. Um, one of my friends, Angel, uh, I, her episode of, the, of, of Good Radio comes out on Tuesday, by the way. Um, one of my good friends, Angel... A quote that she always says is, um, it's none of my business what people think about me. It's none of my business what, thank you, and you give a lot of good to be seen. So I appreciate you, Morgan. Uh, um, She says, it's none of my business what people think about me. It's none of my business. And it's totally true. You think about the thing of like minding your business. You have so much going on in your life. That if I, I have so much going on in my life, whoever has so much going on in their life, that if I take time out of my day to focus on what you got going on, that's time that I could have been building my business, right? It's time that I could have been uh, working on my, on my LLC right here, right? It's time that I could, and I did the same thing today, right? Like I was spent a couple of, I spent like an hour on Instagram looking up this stupid Will and Jada thing. And I realized I didn't re- file the, the the papers that I had to file. What am I doing? That hour, I can't get back. <laughs> that, you know, if we spend all our time in the comments, such, and not saying that social media isn't good. It's, it's growing. It can help you evolve. It can help you do a lot of things if you use it actively, right? If you use it for to seek information. But if you're using it for salacious gossip, then come on. And okay, yeah, I get it. Everyone has to be entertained, but don't make it a major part of your life, right? You don't get that time back. Minding your business. What someone else has to say about me is none of my daggone business. Because that person is going to, I'm going to go on regardless of what that person says. And that person is definitely going to go on and probably not even care about how I have affected or how they have affected me and how I've been affected. So just to round this off, right? Because I don't want to make this too long. Um, To get back to the original story, this young lady that... Uh, I had hurt so much throughout high school and, and, and college. I got to get off the phone right uh, or off this live right now and have a conversation with her. Right. I have to get uh, I have to have a conversation with her about um, reparations. About reparations. Right. We're, we're in this conversation in the country right now about reparations and not only monetarily re- monetarily repairing things that uh, have have gone on, but making sure that we, that that system set up in place. Yeah. Yeah. I got to talk to her after. Yeah, it's, it's real. <laughs> um, making sure that we put systems in place that bad things don't ever happen again. 
Right. And that's the thing. Morgan just put up the, the mind blown uh, thing. And like I said, right, change is not just saying I change. It's putting in that self work. It's putting in like, yo, it's very uncomfortable. I'm going to name this when uh, when being new doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. I don't want to have this conversation and, and hear about how I was the bad guy for, for you know, 15 years. I don't want to have this conversation. And, you know, we don't want to have this conversation. A lot of people in the country don't want to have the conversation. And a lot of white folk don't want to have the conversation about how, you know, they've added to. Uh, pain and hurt of people around them, right? It, but it's uncomfortable. But change only happens when you're uncomfortable. If I'm sitting up here comfortable and pretty, I have no incentive to change. I have no, you know, when when uh, Morgan, you a mom, you know, when when the baby is ready to come, you might be uncomfortable for for the the longevity of it. But when the baby is ready to come, that's when the pain starts. When, when when painful things start to happen and, and it's really uncomfortable and you really that's when you know you got to go something has to shift something has to move you have to push right a new level of life has to be entered so when so i got to get off and and have this conversation and i have to realize yo listening is key it's not because when we forgive someone it's it's never about the other person it's about us, right? I always talk about holding on. Like, throughout life, we we pick up little rocks. Someone did something bad to me. I'm going to put this rock in my pocket. Someone uh, said something racist to me. I'm going to put this rock in my pocket. Someone was uh, sexist to me. I'm going to put this rock in my pocket. Someone didn't like me in high school. I'm going to put this in. All of these things we pick up in life, our coworkers, our parents, our friends, our whoever that we come in contact with, we pick up these rocks in life that that affect us. And then when we get when we're trying to get up the hill of 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 life and we try to um, expand who we are and reach new heights, we feel so weighed down. We feel so we feel so weighed down because of all the rocks that we have in our pocket that we picked up along the way. And sometimes you got to let that out. Right. Forgiving people is not just for you. It's saying I, I can't hold on to this rock no more. But when we are being forgiven. We have to realize, we got to put the ego aside and say, yo, I'm here to listen. How can I put into effect a system that ensures that I, I don't hurt you anymore? That I don't cause that pain anymore? That I don't cause that anguish anymore? That I'm not a jerk anymore? How do I put in, how, when I'm apologizing to myself about all the, the years that I lost um, being crazy out here on these streets? I can't just say I'm sorry. I have to put, I have to repair reparations right put in place systems where i'm not going to be crazy out here in these streets anymore where i'm not going to allow hurt and and pain and failed relationships to cause me to go down crazy routes right it's 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 a give and take being new means you have to put systems in place where you are going to maintain that new person that you are it's not just about saying that you're new not just about putting it up on instagram is saying every morning I have to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning because I got to work out. That's a part of me focusing my day so that I know I'm, I'm, I, I got to do this. I got to do that. And if my mind is clear, I don't want to go off and, and go to nobody's bar. I got to um, cut down the time that I'm on social media. 
especially now when everyone's going out again because i exactly consistency what's up i didn't even see you there how you doing um i gotta cut down my time on social media because if i'm seeing everybody going out i might want to go out too and and engage too right instead of working on building this brand it's putting in it's not just saying i'm a new guy it's putting in systems that work it's putting in systems that uh, that are going to cause change and not just again, you know what I always say, purpose is never personal, right? What we do in our lives, and that's another reason why uh, a lot of times we fail at what we and failing is not bad, but we fail at what we try to do because we think it's all personal. So we say, oh, I don't have to keep the diet up or I don't have to um, see that vision through. I don't have to build that business that I've put so much time into starting. I don't have to. uh deal with that relationship I don't have because we think it's all personal but everything that we do from the smallest thing that the the most minuscule thing that we don't even notice to the biggest most impactful thing affects and has reverberating effects to everyone around us everyone around us people that we don't even see it affects those people it's a network it's viral that's why it's so important to be to be positive with your words. That's why it's so important to affirm people. You never know how that positivity is going to wave out, right? You never know. I feel like, man, I, I, I want to go on now, but again, I, I don't want to keep this person waiting. <clears throat> Putting in systems that work. I'm going I'm to wrap this up. Putting in systems that work, right? Where else did I want to go with it? Putting in systems that work, not caring about what people say about you because they will talk. They will say, oh, you, she thinks she brand new now. He think he, you know, he, yeah, you are brand new. You are brand new. You have to commit to that brand newness, right? You have to commit. Getting up at, at, at me, I've never been a workout type of dude, right? Now I have to because I have to keep my mind right. It's not about the body. It's not about going out and showing off. It's about here and and that's what i was saying it um purpose is never personal so how so it's not just us that that we affect but it's the people watching us right right a lot of times i put up these messages and people like yo there's only like there's only two people in this room right now what's going on i'm putting this up not well for the two people here but for the person that's maybe not here person that watches at this or listens to this because this is going to be on spotify uh next next week or next month or next year or whenever because we don't know how the vibes that we send out reverberate we don't know how effective we can be how effective our life can be how effective our words can be when we show people it might not it might not hit right then That's my, my mama always talk about planting seeds in people it might not be an immediate reaction it might not be an immediate change. It might not be an immediate, woo. But if you plant that seed, and a lot of times, and a lot of times what happens is, and, and this happens to a lot of uh, church kids when they grow up, when they're young, they don't really be listening at the pastor or whatever. But when they grow up and life starts to happen, because life happens to everyone, they start remembering what, what the pastor said. They remember what their mama said. They remember what, oh, okay, that's what they was talking about. Ah. Oh. Even with our, with our non-religious family, right, or or whatever, the what our parents say or what our uh, people that we look up to say, they plant those seeds. That's why it's so important to plant seeds. Realize when you're when you're 
around children planting seeds. You never, kids are so receptive to everything. I have a little cousin and I have to watch what I say around him. I have to watch how I, my mannerisms, I have to watch um, the, the type of words that I use because he'll pick up on it so quick. I'm like, you, you was listening to that? You was hearing what I said? What? How you? And, and they'll flip it and they'll bring it to the extreme, right? So it's so important to, to, to be aware of the seeds that we're planting. So when we're planting those seeds, I know, and, and I appreciate Morgan because Morgan is, um, other than being a great mom for and, and doing that, she's doing a lot of self-work when it comes to uh, the conversation that we're having in this country about relationships between black folk and white folk. And um, I, this is not the subject right now. Um, and hopefully me and Morgan can have that conversation as, you know, on the on the same wavelength so that she can speak to it because I can't really speak to her side of it. But seeing the, again, seeing the change, putting in the self-work, communicating with people and saying, you know what, it's not just about me posting it on Instagram. It's about me having a conversation with you and, and, and seeing what you're going through and learning what you, learning from what you're going through and putting in systems in my own life that is not going to... Uh, not going to impede um, growth from happening or going to cause more pain, right? Not saying that Morgan caused me pain, but whatever, um, in general. Um, yes, yeah, she is a queen, and we do need more Morgans. Oh, my God, we need more Morgans in the world, don't we? Um, but, yeah, guys, if y'all have anything that y'all need to apologize for, this is the time to do it. Um, next week, I think I'm going to talk about the chrysalis stage. And I, and I got this, I was going to do this message today, but I felt like it was a little bit too preachy. And it's, if you ever look up, don't look it up too much. Cause it's going to ruin my message next week. <laughs> Cause, and then it's very prepared. Look, I was working on it. I was working. This is the message. I was working on it today, but it's about the chrysalis phase of, uh, <laughs> the chrysalis phase of a caterpillar or, um, a moth. A moth is called cocoon, right? And we've been trapped inside this whole time. And the the chrysalis phase is what turns a a caterpillar to a butterfly. And there's so much. God is so good in his in in, in how he structures nature because it, it parallels a lot to what we go through in our lives. And it's going to be a great message come through. Um, but I say that to say, if you have anything that you have to apologize for, it ta- it take it's nothing. To be egotistical people think that it's strong and it's so whatever whatever to have an ego to me that's not to me that's the ultimate sign of weakness because your insecurity deems that everyone has to see you everyone has to uh think that you're right everyone has to bow down to you i used to be an ego type of dude and it was in my most weak sense most weak state that i had to, that i felt i had to flex my ego and show how much better i was than people that's weakness to me that's weakness, right? So if you have anyone, it takes real strength to apologize, guys. And I'm not just talking about, you know, surface things. I'm, I'm talking about people that you might not have talked to in years. There's another conversation, Morgan, you still on here? Yeah. There's another conversation I got to have uh, uh, with someone you you know, you know, who who I was super close to uh, back in high school. And, and Kim and Henry and... and um, and Sean episode came up and old buddy that I used to be with every day 
uh, just friended me and I got to have the conversation. I'm going to step up and have the conversation and send him off a message and say, yo, we haven't, uh, you know, I don't know what really happened, what the disconnect was, but, you know, we don't have to be ace boon coons or or anything like that. But I want to apologize if I added anything to it. It's about getting to a point where if you know you, you, and again, again, if you know you're about to be new, you got to put systems in place. It's about confronting those old things that might, that you might have thought, yeah, just let it go away. Just let it heal itself. Nah, it's about putting in the work to actually heal it. Anything that we, and I'm, I'm going to wrap up now, anything that we refuse to heal, anything that we treat by, yeah, yeah, <laughs> anything that, uh, again, because of ego, right? A lot of times we don't apologize because we so egotistical and, and we want to know, so we want to feel like we want to mask our insecurity we want to mask that 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 thing of like oh i don't have to apologize i'm whatever it's it's their fault it's his fault it's her fault but you know when when you point you know it's something pointing back at you right but whenever we whenever we refuse to heal right when it's like having a toothache that is not exactly yep you got exactly that is very true she said that's the most intense growth and self-love you can do besides prayer yeah that's very true whenever we like like having a toothache right if we don't take care of it if we don't get to the root cause of it we can take all the aspirin we want we can take all the painkillers we want that that the root cause is not going to go away until we treat it that pain is only going to get worse as we let it as we keep on numbing it it's not until we find the root cause and fix it, go in, do the work and fix it that we can alleviate ourselves from the pain. Totally, that we can fix ourselves from the pain. A lot of times we go through things in life and we put numbers on them, right? We act out of ego. We act out of arrogance. We don't talk to people. We, we gossip about people. We, um, in the comment section, spreading hate to people. We um, we try to tear other people's dreams down. We're, we're bitter about things. We close ourselves off and hide in, a, in our room. Or we go out and hide amongst a million people hoping that no one actually sees how hurt we are. We do these things to numb ourselves. We do these things to cover and bandage. Anything that you uh, bandage and, and, and don't actually sew up, it's going to get infected. That's how people develop addictions. That's how people develop traumas. That's how people develop things that affect their whole lives and and stop them from living their best lives. They don't get to the root cause. Get to the root cause. Approach the situation with humility. Listen, get to the root cause, and then put in systems of reparation that do not allow you to be the same as you were before guys i thank y'all so much for joining i'm happy that that these two young ladies are in here one of them uh i just recently uh met and we've been going back and forth about spiritual journeys and, and growth and and i and i love it and one of them in here i've known for the better part of 15 15 years so um all love in here and and you know Whenever, whenever, whenever Morgan 
takes time out to, to support something I do, I feel really special because I know that, you know, she has a lot of obligations and, and a lot of um, things to deal with as a mom and a, as a wife. And I always appreciate, um, I appreciate my old friends coming back and supporting me, but especially my old friends that have like super adult things to do. So I appreciate y'all being in the room. I appreciate everyone who came in without Jai came in and left. I appreciate you that are listening on the back end. I love you. Come back every Sunday night. We're going to do this. We're going to talk about something different. We might have some guests on. We're going to interact. I love you too. We are going to, uh, we're going to make this a thing. And I think this will replace, um, the, the finding good times part where it's just me talking. I'd rather talk on the live and uh, do the finding good voices for people and just have it those two separate things. But a lot is going on with the brand, guys. Listen, I can say, and I we just talked about saying I'm new and, and not doing it. I'm doing it. And things are happening. Things are things are going into motion. And uh, y'all are going to see a lot of, of, of upticks in the brand and you might even see less of me in the forefront and more of other people coming in and, and, and taking the brand and, um, you know, putting their voices and their flavor on it because this is not just a Kyle show. This is, this is our platform. This is for more than just me, you know, but I'll still definitely be here. I still definitely will have, cause I, I found my voice after all these years and I, I'm not giving it up. I need to meet you too, baby. And, um, we are going to, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick this up next Sunday. I love you. I thank you. I pray for you. Uh, and where do we end? Where do we end? Um, ah, as we always end. Think good. Be good. Do good. But ha, <laughs> that's not how we end. We end like this. Think good. See good. Do good. But most importantly, be good. I love y'all with the love of the Lord. Thank you. Next Sunday, I'll see y'all. Peace.